Hello UX community and welcome back for the episode number five of UXchange. In this episode, I will give you some tips and methods you can use to accelerate your learning in terms of UX. And for this episode, we'll not only be focusing on UX research, the tips and tricks you will listen in this episode will also be related to UX design, leadership, UX research operations, UX design operations, and so on. Because the tips I will be giving are transversal as it has to do with strategies to learn things faster. So even if you're not in a career in UX, you can also apply these tips to any field. Let's get started with some disclaimers first. So first of all, as I was already saying in other episodes, as you may already know, new resources in terms of UX emerge every day. So that means what I'm about to say now in terms of methods and also content might not apply in some months, some years, because in UX things move fast. And so as a future maybe UX researcher or even UX designer, do yourself the due diligence of exploring and learning things as you go and always having a critical mindset. So these are only tools that I myself use and that I find have scientific roots, but not everything will apply to everyone. Maybe you will have some preferences in terms of methods. Maybe the method that I will present today as the best one maybe doesn't work for you. So see that as a general guidance and not as a perfect, let's say, truth. As you may have seen, UX is really a flourishing field and it's becoming more and more, let's say, accessible thanks to the internet. So you can now access quick guides and articles on Medium, for instance, some quick posts from experts and even beginners to democratize UX research and UX design. And I think this is really, really good, to be honest, because, for instance, 10 years ago, it was not that democratized, and so learning something was kind of more difficult. But at the same time, you can have the downside of it, which is having the impression you're kind of in a notion of courses, course, tips and tricks, and that you have the impression that to be successful, you have to learn everything. So imagine you're kind of beginning to learn something and then you stumble across a post that is saying the 10 best things you need to know before beginning a career in UX. And then when you dive into this post, you dive into the further reading material and then it's a never-ending story you're down the rabbit hole of the learning hell so my first piece of advice use the resources how can i say wisely so that you're not feeling overwhelmed at every point in your learning try to think about if you're feeling overwhelmed or not and this is a good indication like if if, if you do not know what is the next step you're taking what you should do next or if you've done something but then you feel okay but this is leading to even more things that I have to do and I do not know if I'm doing right or wrong don't worry I will give you some tips but if you're kind of feeling these kind of things at this moment it's the perfect time to pause and ponder and think 
should I be reading and consuming all of that? So really the takeaway here is try to be minimalist in the way you consume content. And a good way to do it is try to consume content only if it helps you immediately. So by immediately, the most, let's, let's say, extreme viewpoint would be to consume a content if you will be using it in the same day, for instance. Imagine you want to learn about usability testing. Well, you will only read an article about usability testing in the morning, for instance, and then you conduct and you write some scripts on usability testing in the afternoon, for instance. This is kind of extreme, but I mean, for me, it works. So it really depends on what works for you again. So do your research and try to know yourself better every time. I hope it helps. So let's move forward with what I consider are the main pillars that you kind of can benefit from when you're learning UX research, UX design, and anything UX and any kind of field knowledge work. So the three pillars I consider are consuming content, practicing and receiving guidance. So first of all, I think, and this is what I'm telling every one of my mentees in general, when they ask me, what should I learn? How should I proceed? What should be the method for me to learn more about UX? So in this case, there are three pillars that I, that I tell them to address. The first one, I think, is to have a solid understanding of the theory behind UX and about the ways you can use some methods, understanding the methodologies, and so on. So I would call this part consuming content. So it's about, it's, it's the first pillar for me, and it's about really kind of educating yourself around UX. So it's really learning, hearing, watching videos and so on. So it's this kind of senses. And so to consume content, I would advise to read some books, to listen to some podcasts, to read some blog posts, videos, boot camps, and so on. So this is the first part. The first pillar, consuming content. Then there is a second pillar that I don't know, for lack of a, of a better word, I would, I would call it practicing. So it's really about not only learning theoretically, I mean, just consuming content, but it's also putting this into practice because it's only this way that you will be able to consolidate what you've read, what you heard, what you've seen before. And to do so, I really give the advice to all my mentees, go through a case study. So a case study, beginning to end. So for instance, in case of UX research, maybe try with some desk research, then try to um, identify a problem statement, divide this into some research objectives and research questions with your hypothesis, and then define the methodology, run the research, analyze the results, and then come up with some insights and with a presentation. This would be the what would be expected on the UX research side so that you build at the same time your case study for your portfolio. If you cannot go through a case study or if you do not feel confident about it, don't worry. There are other tools you can use and you can grow at your own pace. 
In this case, I give the advice to my mentees to go through some exercises and I already gave to some of them some exercises they can do. So in general, it very practically speaking, it represents kind of a part of a UX case study. So for instance, do some interviews about that topic and come up with insights. Or it can be do me a usability study on that aspect. And further down this podcast, I will give you some resources really helpful for me regarding doing some exercises in terms of prompts that you can use, even if it's not a full UX case study. Because I have heard in many mentorship sessions, mentees telling me, okay, but I do not know what would be a good prompt, what would be a good exercise. And it's true. We are all used when we are going to school to when we are asked to work on a math problem where we have we have a book with some math problems in it. It's perfectly understandable. As a learner, you're not expected to be the teacher. You're not expected to come up with your own problems and it's better if they're given to you. So you can ask your mentor or you can kind of dive into some uh, resources that I will be giving in the notes of this podcast and further down this podcast. And finally, the third pillar. So just as a reminder, the first two were consuming content, then practicing. And the third pillar is receiving guidance by a mentor. Why? Why receiving guidance is important? Because like in any kind of field, you will not be able to see your mistakes. Maybe you can have a vague idea of how you're performing. But in general, it's difficult to see what you're doing wrong when you're performing anything. So in this case, you can know the theory perfectly well. You can know how to practice it. But if you do not have any kind of feedback on if you're performing right or wrong, then you do not know how you should improve. And the first element I think that helps us to improve is knowing where we are. Knowing where we are right now in terms of skills and also knowing what we want to learn. So for instance, if you know, if you list all your uh, skills and you know that there is a lack of skill in usability study, running a usability study, well, no worries, at least you identify it because you have kind of a feedback yourself, you know you're lacking this skill and you know you want to learn it really easy. You do some exercise on, exercise on usability study. But imagine it's, it's finer than that. You're running a whole UX case study, but you do not know. Was the research plan good? Were the participant selection good? Am I synthesizing my insights well? Well, you do not know because you need a second pair of eyes. And so that is why I give the feedback in general to my mentees to try to have some guidance by another person in general, more experienced. If you're not finding a more experienced person, no worries. It's already good to have feedback from your peers if you are kind of friend with someone who's already also learning at the same pace as you, more or less, about UX. It's already good to give each other's feedback. So do not dismiss that, really. It's really beneficial. The best would be to find someone who's more experienced than you in terms of UX and who can commit. It's also important to following you. It's not only about one mentoring session and then we're done. No, it's about following you and following how you grow. And it's about having this kind of relationship, knowing your needs, knowing your pains, knowing what you want. You know, it's not only a one-time one time thing. 
So these are the kind of three pillars when you're learning UX research or any other UX field or even any other knowledge and work, to be honest. It's even if you're like learning data and analytics, it's also good to consume the content, like the theory, having some kind of roadmap in terms of uh, learning, also practicing, answering some exercises and also receive guidance by a mentor. But these are, of course, my three pillars of learning. So then, by the way, at the end of this podcast, I will give away some links that are useful to you regarding the content that I'm mentioning now that you can use. For instance, when I refer to mentorship, I will give you the link to my mentor profile on ADP list. Regarding the exercises, I will give you a link towards some exercises, a website containing exercises in terms of UX that you can follow. So any content that I'm mentioning now, I will refer to it in the podcast notes. And you can also always check my website at ux-change.com. If you want to talk about your experience regarding this, what do you think about this? Do you have other methods? Do you disagree with some aspect? Please feel free to mention. And in any case, I am really glad that you stayed until the end. See you in the next episode. Bye-bye.